A Manhattan man was arrested Wednesday on a Jackson County District Court warrant tied to an alleged stalking incident there last month. The Riley County Police Department says 43-year-old John Martin was charged with felony counts of stalking and criminal threat and misdemeanor counts of violating a protective order and phone harassment. Those incidents occurred between January 16th and 17th involving an adult female victim. No further details are currently available. Martin was issued a $100,000 bond but was no longer in custody as of Thursday's arrest report. Members of the Riley County Health Department recently shared thoughts on how to address the lack of child care staff available in the community. Heather Ritchie is the supervisor of the Child Care Licensing Program and spoke with the County Commission Thursday. She says the community needs more child care workers. Yes, we are in need. We, we don't have open spots, but those open spots are due to needing new centers. We don't technically really need new centers. We need staff. That's the problem. She says opening more centers wouldn't address the problem if there aren't enough open uh, positions. Two people come to us about opening centers here in Riley County. Like I said, I don't know if that's the answer. Um, we do have a coalition meeting today with Pot and um, Riley. And I'm going to suggest that we do have child care needs assessment for our area and just see where we're at. I just hate for new businesses to open and fail. The health department believes higher wages are needed to attract and retain staff. A local group has come together to raise money for a new community space in Riley. The City of Riley Community Building Fund was recently established as the fundraising arm for the new project. Resident Jana McKinley says it came about after some discussion at a city council meeting. And from that, we decided, all right, let's see, look into it. We looked into it and we think it's doable. So we formed a committee and here we go. McKinley explained some of the possibilities for that new community building, which would be located in Riley City Park. I personally envision it, and I think the steering committee envisions it, not limited to these, but you could have birthday parties, wedding reception, you could have class reunions, meetings, paint parties. We're hoping maybe senior meals will be there. What I'd like to see it be used for is like a warming and cooling center. I want to see what the citizens want. They probably have a lot more ideas than I do. (laughs) The committee is seeking public feedback on a community survey that was recently sent out to residents about best possible uses for that new space. Surveys are due February 23rd and will be then shared with the Riley City Council. The committee is also planning to present to the public in March. Manhattan Ogden schools have announced a new director of special education set to take over this summer. Dr. Jessica Nelson will assume that role on July 1st. She currently holds the same position with Geary County USD 475. She'll replace the interim director, Dr. Roger Christian, who is retiring in June after taking over for Andrea Tidi last year. Tidi is now the district's director of teaching and learning. Prior to her current role, Nelson was a district-level behavior consultant for USD 475. She began her career in USD 383 as a special education teacher. According to Wednesday's school board meeting packet, she'll earn an annual salary of $107,000. U.S. News & World Report has recognized Kansas State University's online programs for excellence in six categories – The organization evaluated more than 1,600 online bachelor's and master's degree programs, analyzing program effectiveness and student engagement, faculty credentials, and student services and technology. The programs were also ranked how effectively they serve veterans. K-State's online master's programs in business, including the Master of Science in Data Analytics and Master of Accountancy, jumped from number 43 to number 9 nationally, the highest ranking ever. The online master's in education also moved up four spots to number 12 nationally, including a number three ranking for veterans. The full list of rankings is available in this story at newsradiokman.com. 
Coming up tonight, the Manhattan Area Chamber of Commerce will host its 99th annual meeting and awards. Of note is the uh, Chamber's three annual awards, the Lud Fisher Citizen of the Year, the C. Clyde Jones Volunteer of the Year, and the Young Professional of the Year. Chamber President and CEO Jason Smith. It is, it's always fun to to see the reaction on their face when they when they re- figure out they've won. You know, we've kind of gone back and forth over the last few years about having to tell or not tell. Used to, we never told anybody. The business portion of the meeting will feature outgoing chair Mark Knockendoffel passing the gavel to incoming chair Jake Wassenberg. That meeting gets underway tonight at 6 o'clock at the Manhattan Conference Center. And many will be taking the plunge tomorrow for Special Olympics Kansas. Sports and Program Manager Kristen Gugisberg is inviting the community to come out, dive into the freezing water, and participate in their annual costume contest. We do actually hand out plaques every year for the best individual costume and the best team costume. It's really broad this year with Together We Freeze, so anything that's a team-related costume, I think if you're an individual coming out, you could get as wild as you want with that. Um, but it's so fun to see all the different groups show up and the different themes that they've come up with. RCPD will be there cooking up some lunch for everyone. The Polar Plunge begins at noon tomorrow at the Tuttle Creek Swim Beach. Registration starts at 10. If you'd like to register early, a little early or just learn more, you can visit plungeks.org. K-Man's Morning News continues with a look at your sports headlines this Friday morning. Good morning, I'm Troy Coverdale. For the second time in her career, K-State Women's Basketball Center Aoka Lee has been named to the watch list for the Naismith Women's Defensive Player of the Year Award. Thus far this season, Lee is averaging 20 points per game on a career-best 68% from the field. It's the eight rebounds and three block shots per game, though, that have her on that watch list. She ranks second in the nation and leads the Big 12 in her field goal percentage, but has missed the last five games due to an ankle fracture that required surgery. Yesterday, head coach Jeff Mitty providing an update. She's able to do non-contact stuff right now, but this is going to be something that the medical people will, as we get further um, test ran, we're going to have the answer. And um, we're not going to know that. I, I do think she's sooner than later, though. And unless we get some news that I'm not expecting, which I hope we don't, um, you're going to see her on the court sooner than later. K-State returns to Bramlage for action as they will welcome in Oklahoma State tomorrow afternoon at 4. Coverage on News Radio KMAN and Sunny 1025 gets underway at 3.30. After besting Kansas Monday night at Bramlage, the K-State men are on the road for a late-night affair tomorrow night as they visit BYU. Coach Jerome Tang said yesterday he's pleased with what he's seen from his squad in preparation. They've had the last couple days off yesterday, though they did some lifting and some shooting, and... Um, you know, I had a couple guys shoot me some text messages and some film to me, you know, some different things. Things that, you know, when they're invested and they're engaged and they're, you know, like it's the things that players who are like really bought in do. As for the 21st-ranked Cougars, Tang says he expects them to be very physical tomorrow night. Looking at it on TV, you may not think so, but, I mean, they're grown men, right? Most of them have wives, right? And, uh... I mean, like they're just, they just approach the game a little bit different, like an adult, all of them. And, and they're very physical. They hit you on every cut. 
you know, every bump just very, very physical. And so uh, we're going to have to be be ready for that. Tip at 9 tomorrow night. Coverage begins at 8 on News Radio KMAN and 1015 K Rock. It was announced yesterday that senior walk on Tamont Lindsay has been given a scholarship for the remainder of the year. He had spent the past four years at Manhattan Christian College before joining the team this year. He was uh, in action against UCF back on January 6th, the only time that he has seen the floor thus far this year. Top 25 action, number 5 Arizona beats Utah last night, 105-99. 20th ranked FAU falls to UAB, 76-73. High school basketball tonight, Manhattan visits Junction City in action you'll hear on News Radio KMAN. Rock Creek will host St. Mary's, Wamigo visits Abilene, Riley County is at Wabunsee, and Frankfurt host Troy. The team title in the Mid-East League Wrestling Tournament came down to the final duel of the night. Silver Lake clips Riley County 45-31. Rock Creek head coach Brad Bernheide, though, proud of his young team's fight. We're going to have our entire starting lineup back next year. We don't have any seniors from the starting lineup. And, and so with a young bunch of kids, you, you sometimes don't know what you're going to get. But uh, we, we've got some good leadership with some of those young guys. And I, I knew we had a good shot of uh, making a run at Silver Lake. But, man, hats off to them. They're really good. And our, our young guys... Uh, some of them really stepped up tonight. Riley County finishing the night 3-2 and two themselves to take home third place with wins over Wabunsee, St. Mary's, and Rossville. They did fall to Rock Creek in the semifinals, 42-32. Finishing first individually for Rock Creek, Aiden McKinney at 157 and Nick Allen at 175. Six other Mustangs took second place individually. For Riley County, Caden Gush finished with a title at 144. Jackson Shanahan took second at 190. A week from Saturday, both teams uh, were headed for their respective regionals. Rock Creek traveling to Colby for the 4A affair. Riley County will head to Rossville for its regional. The Kansas City Chiefs getting a touch chippy in practice this week as kickoff for the Super Bowl against the 49ers approaches. It is a, it's chaos, man. It's a lot of fun, a lot of energy at practices. Everybody's focused and, and dialed in at, on their job at hand. And um, I'm not even going to lie, things got a little chippy. I'm not going to say between who, but uh, the offense and defensive lines are, are, are trying to get their work in. They're trying to make sure everybody's ready for the game and I mean, it just got me fired up yesterday seeing seeing everybody locked in and wanting to get their work in. You know, making sure that everybody's ready for the for the task at hand on Sunday. And um, I just love the focus and the energy of the team right now. Chiefs tight end Travis Kelsey. Meanwhile, the 49ers reportedly with their most intense practice of the week, according to a pool report yesterday, as they went for an hour and 27 minutes. Coach Kyle Shanahan saying he was pleased with the effort. Coverage beginning at one on Sunday afternoon on News Radio KMAN. Kickoff is just after 5:30. Lamar Jackson was a near unanimous choice for his second AP NFL Most Valuable Player award, announced last night at the NFL Honors event. Christian McCaffrey ran away with Offensive Player of the Year honors. Miles Garrett beat out T.J. Watt for the Defensive Player of the Year award. C.J. Stroud was the Rookie of the Year on the offensive side of the ball. Texans defensive end Will Anderson Jr. won the Defensive Rookie of the Year award, and quarterback Joe Flacco was named the AP Comeback Player of the Year.